welcome to the Mackham Football Show. I'm Anthony Mackham. Today we have the one and only Paul Wilson from RWA on my left. And just below on the call is Jacob, a.k.a. Yorkshire Mackham. Welcome along, boys. How are we feeling today? Good evening. Very well, thank you. How about you, too? I'm good, mate. I'm good. I'm doing good, thank you. Good, good. New microphone as well, aren't I? Am I all right? It is indeed. Nice and clear. Nice to hear. We've got a couple of talking points on my little piece of paperwork, my tiny bit of script, I guess, <laughs> to go through. And we are, I'm going to call it out here, we're not going to be talking about the Borough game. So if that's what you've come for, check out the previous show. We talked all about it for pretty much 50 minutes out of the entire hour. So we're done and dusted on the Borough game. It's in the past. We're moving on. Is that okay with you two? You don't want to bring anything up before we move on? Uh, nope. Good. Water under the bridge. <laughs> you made tears under the bridge, mate. Fair enough. Right, we've got a couple of people popping into the chat as well. Scarlet plays games. Welcome along. SFC uploads. Mike from Melbourne. Where are you doing, mate? It's got to be stupid o'clock in the morning now. Thank you for tuning in. And Dean, SFC. Welcome along. Right, so that's out of the way. We've got a couple of talking points, like I mentioned. And the first thing I think we should really be bringing up is the game ahead tomorrow. Stoke City at the Britannia Bet365. What's it called now? What's it called nowadays? The Bet365 Stadium. The, it's still a bloody yeah. wind tunnel. The Rory Delaps special is no longer a thing anymore because I think Delaps left them this summer. Yeah, Delaps at Ipswich. That might be why they're doing well because Delap and Delaps' kid, essentially, Rory Delaps' kid, is a really good footballer. So it's, yeah. The fact that they're doing better now that he's gone is kind of funny because, like, I don't know. I'm not really a massive fan of um, this current Stoke City squad. I've got a de like a half decent respect for Stoke because obviously I live in Staffordshire. I know quite a lot about um, the club through inherited conversation about football from people around here. But I just can't. I can't get on board with them. Also, they're, they're playing red and white, but I can't play. I can't get on board with them whilst they've got Alex Neal in charge. It's just it is what it is with them, I guess. First and foremost, the first question is: What's your initial thoughts and feelings about tomorrow's game? Are you excited? Are you pessimistic? Worried? What? What's your What's your initial feelings? I'm a bit nervous because I do have it'd be typical someone maybe to lose to them and they turn up. But with the way they're playing, I think we'll be fine to be honest. But you never know; it's the championship, and anything can happen. But hopefully we get the three points. Fingers crossed, mate. Fingers crossed. <laughs> We've just had the lovely Macam Cabby join us on the call. Welcome along, buddy. All right. Not too bad. Not too bad. You might need to move your mic a little bit closer to your mouth. But uh, yeah, I'm all right. We're, we're international break is officially over, and uh, we're back on. We're back on it. Thank goodness, the pain in the backside. The international breaks. Well, yeah, we'll talk a little bit about like how much of that is actually impacts our club. In a couple of minutes. What's your thoughts about the Stoke game? What's your initial thoughts before we go into it? Uh, in a way, I'm nervous. Hmm. Because, well, we don't know if this is going to be Alex Neal's you know, last game in charge as them. Plus, he is under under mm -hmm. pressure. And, uh, you know, we know like what we know exactly what to expect from Alex Neal's side. Yeah, it's, it's one of those games that he proper riles us up for, isn't it? But I think we've completely shifted a bit the squad that he had versus what's in place now i think is with the exception of luke O'Neill and anthony patterson and a couple of other players here and there it's pretty much a brand new spanking brand new looking sunland squad so yes they did get the better of us last season and we were horrific in that game 
But like you said, there's some pressure on Alex Neal this time round. And yeah, I bet we win, says Mike. Uh, AK Warriors saying we will win 2 0. <laughs> Uploads go for a 5 0 prediction. Um, who's in the squad? Do we know who's back? So I do have on my lucky little notes here. Um, a lineup that we can go through and why I'll justify my lineup, but yeah, Cabby, get yourself off mute for a second, mate. What's your thoughts on the Stoke game? What's your initial feelings before we uh, go into it? Um, before we uh, slag off Alex Neil, I was really confident until I found out that could be um, Dan Ballard could be injured because he's our absolute born spine of the club. Um, if I would defence and um, if he doesn't play it tomorrow, then I will be quite worried, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, he does look injured. He does look injured. But that's why I, I kind of feel like this is the perfect game for Mowbray, for Sunderland, to reshift how we've we've laid out our formation going into games. But tactically, as long as the work's been done in the background, we can still beat them. And also, if we tactically change it up, everything that Mowbray's, not Mowbray, Alex Neal's done to Stoke to say this is how these play, it's completely out of the window. So I'm all right with that. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. It's just, he is he is just such a such a great player. Like, But I mean, we can't just keep relying on one player that completely changes the squad and we're, we're absolutely useless without this player. It's about time we start of like... Um, you know, that's why it's depth that's important in the squad and to bring other mm-hmm. players in and to not to worry. That's always that's been our problem for a while. Um, you know, when we get a, an injured player we, we don't have much cover. That's a valid point. And I think that naturally brings us into the, the conversation around injuries. Um we've got Equa out, definitely. Elise is out still. You've got obviously Embleton. I think the injury list just keeps getting longer, game in, game out. And you've got um, Dan Neal off with his red card as well. So it's it's like we've got very limited options in certain parts of the pot. Um, and the Mac and the next Nick Barnes, I doubt it, mate. I doubt it. <laughs> I appreciate the kind words, though. Oh, what, what did they just say? They said I'm the next Nick Barnes. I doubt it, mate. Thank you. Uh, you've got you've got Cabby now on the camera. Welcome along, mate. You don't need to eat your. You don't need to eat your headphones. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, Ted's changed his username by the way to six nils on because that's why he predicts every week. And idiot, idiot, HD rock autism. Welcome along, buddy. It's nice to have some new names popping in. Yeah. So injuries. This is what I think is going to happen if we have the current injuries the way they are. Right. We have to change our formation. We have to move away from that four-two-three-one because it, we just got no holding midfielders. We'll have to, we'll have to have somebody there, but somebody who's not naturally there. So my starting lineup is this: it's going to be a three-five-two with the the wingers assisting the defense. So it's like a five-three-two-three-five-two kind of um, adapting formation. But Pato in goal, obviously, because it's Pato. Uh, then a centre-back formation at the back, so sealed or nine and Triantis in any formation, in any position. I, f- I prefer Luke or nine in the middle of that. Um, then Pritchard has that CDM with Bellingham and Barr in the holding midfielders, so there's, there's the extra three. The wingers, Clark and Roberts, and then up front, I would like to see both Rushin uh, and Burstow or... So Rushin definitely starting, but Burstow or... 
Hamia uh, Samido being those two strikers. Do you, have you put any thought into how our squad would be lining up if that, if the way I think them should should happen, or do you think that would impact the game all that much? I'll let I'll let uh, cameraman be on now. Go on, Kevin. Hello. Hello. So just just repeat that because the, the wife was just shouting <laughs> to the kids upstairs. Just, what, was what was that? So a three-five-two. Pato and goal. Sealed yeah. or nine Triantus. Pritchard, Bellingham, yeah. and Bar in the middle. Clark and Roberts on the right. Rushin and Burstow or Hamia up front. So that that to me is everybody who's still fully fit, still on form, and um, it changes up our current current play style, which will massively impact how Stoke um, play against us because they're used to that four-three-two, four-two-three-one formation that we put out. Absolutely, um, and look. We have got more depth in squad, like I mentioned before, and we have got the talent to mm-hmm. expand further into the squad and experiment with different formations. And uh, if it means the like Russian stuff, maybe he's getting more game time and that, I'm all for it. And hey, it could be exciting times, so, you know, a, a different um, formation, different Sunderland side playing. So absolutely, it, it could be a really exciting game. Tomorrow, if um, yeah. different players are given their chance. Yeah, uh, you did. You did mention the player in that, which I think is injured. So Dan Ballard, obviously, mm-hmm. he looks like he's got injuries from his international break. The, yeah, look, Island, yeah, yeah. They, they looked a bit minor, but I don't think we risk it. I think Stoke's one of the few games that are coming up that we can experiment a little bit more with because of how much under the cosh Alex Neal is, right? Um, do you think he's, do you think Alex Neal is actually under the cosh? I mean, I've not I've not been reading any information on Stoke about that. Would you say he's under the cosh? I think so. Paul, what do you what do you think, mate? Yeah, I I think he is. The thing is, I was I was listening to a podcast yesterday, and uh, they actually reckon that uh, say if we they lose to us, yeah, fair enough as their owner doesn't get rid of him. Uh, but like say that their next game I think is Middlesbrough after us. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if 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 uh, it doesn't go well for him, uh, Alex Hill will be out the door. I yeah. So he's un- he's definitely under the cosh if he's going to lose two games in a row. He's out the door. That's that's under the cosh. That's pretty much the textbook definition of it. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Jacob, do you think he's under the yeah, cosh? I'd say so. Yeah. yeah. Could be the next man. Could be the next manager in the championship to go. Do, do you know what I think could happen? And I, thought I would find it absolutely hilarious. We um, we we beat Stoke. They they sack Alex Neil and they replace him with like the Gareth Ainsworth or, or Neil Neil Warnock or somebody like that. I can see it happening. It's just can you name any other bad former Sunderland managers that are desperate for a job? Lee Johnson. I've got to say that they'll go after Gary Rowett. No. So, if... I don't like to talk about the scenario because it's obviously not good for our club, but if Stoke end up beating us, that would, I think, save Alex Neal. But how long does that save his job for? If he instantly loses the very next game, does that is that him... Gone. Is, is he? I don't know. Does does it feel like he's about to just get kicked out? Big roast. It does to me. They're just on very bad form, aren't they? Anything sure. can happen. Like I said before, it's the championship. It's just crazy. It's it's just yeah. Unpredictable. Yeah. I, 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 I don't like I don't like having the conversation of um, managers need to go. But if you look at where Stoke are right now, 
it's only logical. It's really only logical. If they if they have two more losses in a row, they're they're deep in the bottom three. And let's face it, that that's that's a death sentence for for that club. Need to remedy it. The well, it's 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 true. It's true what you're saying. I'm just I'm just counting like um, including um cup games. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Out of nine of them games, they've only won. They've only won two. Yeah, it's it's all red across the board. I mean, looking at that again, it's it's pretty horrendous. Yeah, it is. It is canny. And it's it's one of those things where you like, it's very typical that we would be the team that they end up beating, because we we've had the bad result against Borough. Have we recovered from that yet, or do you think they're going to like be too nervous around that return and that break? It's kind of how well we play rather than how good Stoke are tomorrow. That's well, I was. Listening to Total Sport the other week, and uh, Mark Gabby-Dean was talking, and he mentioned exactly that, that the fact that Sunderland seem to be pretty good at bouncing back um, when they've been they've had a, a really bad result or they've, they've carried on to five or six um, decent results. This, this is what Mark Gabby-Dean claims to, claims to say what we're, what we're like at the minute. Yeah, I, I, I kind of agree and disagree with that because that was the first game where we performed poorly. The other games that we lost, those other three games, the Ipswich, the um the Ipswich, the Preston and the Cardiff game that we lost, we were the better team in those games. It's it, just a shame that Daniel got sent off because I mean we could have been talking a completely different ball game. Um, yeah, but our heads so, dropped and our attitude completely dropped, and I've not seen that for a couple of years from our team. Like the last time I saw that was probably the Charlton final. Um the Charlton the Charlton playoff game, sorry. Where we were yeah. So like the last time I've seen we our heads just like completely go in a game. Yeah, it kind of went a little bit in the Stoke game last season and to a lesser degree in the Burnley game where we were two 0 up at half time. But I, I, there was just everybody on that pitch was just so defeatist and it was horrible to watch. What do you think the cause was that? Do you think the fact that basically the, the the players have just thought, oh, well, this weather is a, an absolute, t- 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 yeah. you know what? Um, and they've just thought, what's the point, lads? We're not going to get anything with this. I mean, yeah. there has to be some sort of reason why. I mean, I mean boost, the, boost the players on to say, right, we're down to 10 men, but we're going to show the crowd here what we can do. You would think the full house would maybe not let their heads drop. Yeah, we we kind of discussed this in depth a little bit in our last podcast, didn't we? It was just, I think it was one of those things where the attitude needed changing. My My main point, though, is do we go in with that attitude again? If a decision doesn't go our way in this Stoke game, are we gonna? Are our heads gonna drop again, or do you think we're gonna be like the first ten games and be like, ah, oh, well, we're gonna be, we're gonna prove ourselves rather than just drop off. That's that's that was my main point. The, the Borough game, I think, is done and done and dusted in the past. It's just that's our last bit of momentum to see. It's been two weeks between. I, it, that, um, I think so. I hope so. I hope so, mate. Like, if it is a one-off, yeah, I'm I'm all right with it being a one-off. But... Look at the table. The table doesn't lie. Mm-hmm. Where where are we now compared to where we were last season? It'd be interesting if someone found any stats where exactly we were in the league table at this same point last season. We were fourth. We were fourth this this point last season as well. Uh, we are really yeah, yeah, but we were three points worse off. Uh huh. Uh huh. That surprised me. That um and Burnley were below us. <laughs> that's really going to surprise you 
Um, that is mad. They she- walked away with the league and all. Yeah, Sheffield United were top of that spot. Yeah. QPR were up there. It's like the the first ten games or so, or the first like quarter of the season, doesn't necessarily mean that's going to be how it ends. You got to look um, where Coventry were at this point last season as well. They're pretty much mirroring each other from last season, but they're a little bit ahead. Us, Coventry and Borough are all on the trajectory of finishing better than we were last season. Um, I can't see Ipswich staying where they are, man. I mean, I might be wrong, but... Nah, they're going to drop off. I think this is the perfect weekend for them to test because it's they've had the, the rest between... Actually, it wasn't their game that was postponed earlier on, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, thank, our uploads has popped in the chat as well, yeah. So this would have been the perfect opportunity to prove that, that that's like not a fluke and they deserve to be up there or the fact that Rotherham are the point and if they got anything from Ipswich, Ipswich Ipswich's like position would be very up for grabs then uh, for everybody below. So yeah, good test. But everybody can catch up on them now, right? Got a game in hand. Yeah. So Mike puts in a really good point about the Stoke game though as well. We need to score first, and that will give us a quick boost of confidence, and that will continue for the rest of the game. Do you think we need to start off flying high in the game, like Mike does? Or, well, <laughs> that's intense. <laughs> do you think we need to start uh, the game like on fire, or do you think we can build our way into it? What's your initial thoughts, boys? I prefer to start off with you know, dominated start with, because it might give the team a boost, and then you know, not mm. let our heads drop like it did against Borough, you know, it does have an effect on it on the team and it can pretty much define your result, really, can't it? So mm-hmm. I'd like us to get a head start. Yeah. Paul? Yeah, I'm the same. Uh, but the thing is, going back to Alex Neil, the podcast I was listening to, they, they, they were saying that um, half the recruitment actually that um, Stoke's actually done. Uh, fair enough. Alex Neil's actually brought some of them in. Yeah. But they they were saying that um, some of Stoke's recruitment team uh, has actually brought them. No. Some some of them players actually Alex Neil didn't actually want at the club. Yeah, I think I heard that on the What the Folk podcast as well because they had a Stokey guest on, and he said, "Yes, Alex Neil's got a couple of his his own signings." like Lyndon Gooch, um, but the rest of the signings, they kind of inherited, and he's got to use them to his best of ability, which is normally it's normally what you'd expect when you take over managerial. You've got players that you don't necessarily think fit your system, but you've got to try and make the best out of them. So if he's getting pushed players, and that's what he left Sunderland for, that I want the the autonomy and the control of the players that we bring in, he's lost it, right? If, if, that's, if, if what you're saying is accurate. Yeah, to, to me. He... So does that is that another indicator that they don't trust Alex Neal's approach? They trust his decisions for the right people, but not him as an individual. Are you drinking vinegar? Anybody who's watching this on YouTube? Yeah, Cabby's being his normal self. Why are you drinking vinegar? Good for you. Lovely as well. <laughs> even better with crab sticks. It's even better on salted uh, crisps, but come on, mate. That comes. It is nice and crisp. Jesus, I've never seen somebody just neck <laughs> filling a bottle before. That is so weird. What, Graham? Have you gotten over the barrel result yet, mate? I t- not really. Not really. 
for me, I think it's going to be a bit of a bit of an interesting one, mainly due to the Alex Neal factor. I think if we beat them comfortably, I think this could be Alex Neal's last game. That's. I think that's that's what I was building up to. If if we beat him one nil, two nil, maybe he keeps his job. But anything beyond like beyond that, I think he can't justify his position at at that club anymore. How ironic that we caused them to get we we caused them to get the sack. Yeah, well, to be fair, every every single Sunderland like the first say every single the the first last season the first Sunderland and Stoke game, Alex Neil leaves his club. The first game of this season, Sunderland Stoke. He leaves his club. Imagine every time, every time Sunderland play Stoke for the first time in the season, Alex Neil changes his job, even if he's not at the club. It's a funny stat to think of. And anyways, um, are you on the rise? I think Stoke, I think he'll go back to Preston if he leaves Stoke. He might go back to Preston. I, I don't think Preston need him now, though, mate. Preston are Preston are doing all right. They're doing better than Stoke. Why would they have somebody who's poor? Mm. A, a poor manager, what they have. Scotland. Or he might just go back to Scotland. What he manage there? He can manage Carlisle, I guess. <laughs> Who giggled at that? No thanks. <laughs> it was actually me with that game. I still point going to the league too or something. Yeah, I, 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 I actually rate him as a manager, obviously, because he had that long streak of success with us. I just don't feel he has like Alex Neil's play style and his management style is to completely rework his entire team. For every game, and that doesn't that doesn't work in the championship. It might have worked in League One when you've got the players who are higher quality than the rest of the league. You can adapt every single day and week. We we it would we have been interesting. To... It would have been interesting to see where we would have finished last season if Alex Neil hadn't got the stalk and we had Alex Neil of our last season. You Probably he's been... around fourteenth, I think. To be honest, it would have been a mid-table finish. But you reckon so? Yeah, be- because he keeps on adapting his team and their playstyle. He changes the formation. He changes the squad based on the next opponent, which is really good when you're l- the underdogs or when you're like literally the clear better team. If you're on par with the other team, there's no stability in your club. There's no trust in your systems. It's this is how this opposition play. This is how I want you to play in this game. You don't get that consistency. You're bombing down the right wing today. You're cutting into the inside. There's none of that like creative freedom or like understanding of that person's role if it's constantly up in the air. So it works at a different level when he was at League One with us because we were just that much better. But it doesn't work in the championship when you're on par, if I'm being honest, like player quality wise with a lot of other teams in this league that like you can see Blackburn Rovers, Stoke, Millwall, Plymouth, literally name everybody in the mid table. They're all on that same level. And if you're constantly changing it, it just doesn't work. Sorry. So Mike's, <laughs> Mike's asked, is Robbie Williams playing tomorrow? And with some goofy faces. And then Graham's asked, who's Robbie Williams? How do you not know who Robbie Williams is? Like, He's not the only per- famous person from Stoke. Camp. Do you know Eddie Hall, who does World's Strongest Man? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. From Stoke as well. He's from Stoke as well, so he might be at the game or he might be playing. So, oh my god, yeah, just just let that rock, DJ, or um, <laughs> let them entertain us. Yeah, <laughs> I've got to get some uh, some puns in there. You take that right. Anyways, do you think? Just leave it. Yeah, I'll leave. I'll leave it there. Uh, have a little patience, mate. Come on. Uh, 
Anyways, do you think if we <laughs> if we beat Stoke tomorrow, what scoreline would get Alex Neil the chop? I'll go for Cabby, Paul, then then Jacob. What do you think that scoreline should be if uh, if that is? What do I think the scoreline will be tomorrow? No, what would be the scoreline to get Alex Neil the chop? I would say if if it was a sort of convincing defeat, if if we dominated and we got like a four nil win or something three nil, perhaps it was convincing. Um, I would say I have noticed that the uh, bet three six five stadium as well. There's just it's empty. There's nobody in the ground. I've been on Sky a few times this season. There's nobody in there, so the atmosphere stinks at the minute there. So if we do, um, it could be the similar effect when Bolton beat us by. Um, quite a few goals. Um, we could have that same effect on Alex Neil. So uh, if we did win three or four mm. nil, I think that would be the final nail in the coffin. Okay, so three or more goals essentially, and and he's gone. A four. Yeah. Okay. A comfortable three three goal advantage. Paul, what are you thinking? Uh, probably probably about the same scoreline as it was up here. Okay. Same reasoning, I'm guessing as well. Yep. Fair enough. Jacob. I'd probably say like a, at least four 0 Sunderland. Yeah. Him sack, you know. Then um, he's out. Um, I think it, it's more geared around how they perform. Uh, so Graham saying three one, um, to the Stoke apparently. I'm going for a three one win, and uploads are saying a five 0 will get him sacked. I could see, I could see him getting sacked if we beat them one nil. I I can genuinely see that. Like we, as long as we beat them, he's gone from his job. But in that one 0 win, if we look comfortable and he throws everything at the at the game and nothing sticks, all of his tactics, all of his like specialties that he he gears himself up for, and if we take the lead in the fifth minute and just literally laugh around their players a bit, I wouldn't like to see us play like that. But if we just dominate the game with a one 0 win, I think I can see him gone there yeah. as well. Um, so that's that's the point, Graham. It says we will get another red card and see. <laughs> Alex Neil sees that's exactly how we play. We've only had actually how many red cards have we had this so far this season? We're up there, right? Uh, just uh, we've had uh, Trey Hume against Ipswich at the beginning of the season. Trey is a red card. Trey Hume, Dan Neil, and I'm pretty sure there was another one in the middle. I think we've had three red cards, right? I'm not a hundred percent. Who says uploads? That's not that's not too bad, but it's also two games where we're down to ten. I can't say no. I don't think we should be getting um, cards again for dissent. I think that's properly coached out of our players now. I think everyone will just shut their mouths. Hopefully, when it comes to the referee, I think they might mouth off to the other players, but not the ref or not the officials because it's just daft, right? Yes, <laughs> through st- the Stoke game hype. It should be an interesting reception as well with Gucci. He's yes. injured though, Paul. He's injured, so we don't have to worry about the player curse. Will he be there though? Oh yeah. Yeah, he'd be in the he'd be in the uh, in the stand. Just okay, okay, yeah, okay. Uh, to be fair, mate, I'd, because it's at the three six five stadium, I can't see us being like I can't see us giving him a bad reception. He's he's been our player for years. He is still a Mackham. Regardless if he if he puts on that um, Stokey shirt for a season or two, he's always um, he'll get a good reception. He's not Alex Neil. He didn't join us and then like rat out him and move to a club for more money. It's not he's not done it for the sake of um, leaving us for the sake of it. He's done it to better himself and better his 
career and we 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 understand like if he was staying with uh, Tony Mowbray in this current Sunderland squad, he's on the more mature side and he's unlikely to get the picked over uh, Barr, Roberts, Clark. There's too many other players that do do his role. So I I, I don't think he's going to get a bad reception from many Sunderland fans. He might get a couple, but not many. Cabby, do you have any thoughts on that? I pretty much rolled into what you've just said there, to be honest with you. Pretty well said. Yeah. Mac and Muller says uh, Gooch will be in amongst the supporters. Which supporters, though, Muller? The Sunderland ones or the Stokey ones? Um... Yeah, there's, no, there's no Stokes Stoke fans there. <laughs> uh, I think we've got a good allotment as well, I mean, of fans to go into the... Uh... Yeah, we sold out. Sold out and for Tuesday's game as well. What? Uh, it's been two weeks since I last spoke about our upcoming fixtures. Who do we have after Stoke? Leicester, Leicester. yeah. Leicester on Tuesday, and then Norwich at home. You know, literally, if I if I do like that, Stoke's that way, Leicester's that way, equally distant. I could stretch Armstrong it. Um, <laughs> Norwich aren't the. I don't think Norwich are anything to be figured by. They've uh, they've dropped bit of them that they have. Say that again, mate. I, I'm just I'm just. Uh, took back by uh, Grant's comment about uh, you saying your voice doesn't go with your look. Don't understand what. What your voice? No, your voice. Ask him what I'm supposed to sound like. <laughs> what you're supposed <laughs> to look like? Where's, where's your lucky wig, mate? Uh, get, I'm gonna have to get one. Aren't I? Get, get your lucky <laughs> wig. All of us need one. Everybody's wet. Ah, yeah, there you go. Um, say that again about Norwich. Yeah, again about Norwich. Sorry. I don't think Norwich are anything to fear by. Either. I mean, I remember. Um... You know, when Norwich first went down, we thought like they're going to storm at their, their, their favourites and stuff. Um, they've had some funny results this season. Just think, Leicester, I think it's 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 going to make a burn. It's going to be the toughest game I think this season. Point uh, certainly not Norwich. Yeah. Okay. Ah. Jacob, you 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 chipped in there a little bit, mate. Go for it. Yeah, I was pretty much saying Leicester's Leicester. The Leicester game will be Burnley two point won't it? Or just them in general. I don't know. I can I can see a I can see a scrape and a win in the midweek. You know, I kind of I kind of forgot that we've got two games coming up between this this podcast and the next one. So all I've got is my predictions prepared for for, for this weekend. Um, and obviously one of them's already kind of in the bin because it's been delayed. So the Rotherham Ipswich game it's not going to happen now. Nobody really needs to worry about it. But should we go through? Should we go through our predictions for those games as well? Um, oh, yeah. I've, I've, not, I've not done mine, have I? Craig, you just reminded me about that. Yeah, it's all right. So I'll go first, because obviously um, <laughs> we've been talking about Stoke a lot. I'm just going to get it out of the way. I think Sunderland are going to beat Stoke 3-0 and potentially given Alex Neil the sack. What are you going for, Cabby, on that one? 2-0 Stoke. Okay. I think, I, I think I hope I'm wrong, but I think Alex Neil, um, it's, it's just the lab. Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially uh, the more hostile the fans are towards Alex Neil, I think the more Stoke will respond. Fair enough. Uh, just to add a little bit of context, by the way, you sound like a young lad, and first time you've seen him, he doesn't want to hurt, hurt your feelings. He's knocking on fifty as well, so d- don't worry about it. <laughs> well, I'm forty nine in January, so yeah. Well, uh, happy happy birthday to you and everyone. <laughs> He's in the uh, same school at the same time, probably. Uh, it's different years, right? Jacob, what are you saying prediction-wise? 3-1 Sunderland. 3-1 Sunderland. Uh, I didn't ask Cabby this, but who do you think is getting the goals for us? Don't, don't rush to give your answer, mate. Come on. <laughs> is that me or Jacob? That was Jacob, yeah. I said I didn't ask yeah, you, but yeah. 
suppose I think, oh, maybe Russian. Okay. Clark, Clark, Clark can play, Clark can play yeah. Not, yeah, I thought you might have been injured, but no, Clark. Hey, Robert, Roberts. 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 Winger's and a striker. That sounds about That sounds about right. I'd like to see us break the striker curse. We have, was it like 17 games now we haven't had a striker score for us? Yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's why we, we need, um, you know, like a bird store and core. I like this. Is, is Jules and Bennett's not injured, is he? No, he's not really featuring all that much, which really surprises me because he, he... Give, give, give him a run out. I think he's, I think he's a good player. What well, I've seen of him. Yeah, yeah. I think he's like very similar to Abdullah Bar. Maybe it's a language issue. Maybe it's his like learning or something like that. But I don't know. Is he from Croatia? Is he Croatian? He's Ukrainian. No, he's Ukrainian. He's Ukrainian, mate. He was. Uh, we said. I think. I think it was just before the start of the the stream. He basically, he was on the bench for the Ukrainian team. He looked like he was about to go on, and then like the manager changed his mind. So he is like on the cusp of becoming like a a sub, I guess, for the Ukrainian national team. Yeah, bit bit interesting. And finally, Paul, what's your prediction for the? RWA team. Uh, I'm going five one Sunderland. Oh, hey. you just want revenge, do you? <laughs> I just want Alex Neil gone. Clark, Burstow, Russian, Roberts, and Pritchard out the score, just like uploads. Right? Uh, my score score is actually Clark. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go Burstow. Yeah. I'm going to go Abdullah Bar. Sorry, Anth. <laughs> I, I'm alright with him scoring me. If he scores, it makes me look like an idiot. I'm absolutely fine, but his preseason was just terrible. So yeah, keep going. Uh, I'm gonna go Luke on nine. Okay. Chris Wake if he comes on. Mm -hmm. That's five, by the way. You don't need that anymore. <laughs> and a Luke on nine uh, on goal as well, just to give a good measure. Welcome along, Ollie. Welcome along. <laughs> the Rotherham Ipswich game has been postponed, so. Um, I'm not sure what to do with that one because obviously that would have been kicked off as we speak, right? Um, so I, I'll, I'll just wipe out what we said for that. But um, the early kickoff tomorrow is Preston North End and Millwall. So we'll go around in reverse order. Um, while you're thinking about that, I'll just say hello to Ollie in the chat. Welcome along. Been on here since the Huddersfield game last year. Nice to see you back. I'm just waving at my daughter, Summer, who's watching us on the big TV in our sitting room. Hello, Summer. Hi, Summer. So. Paul, what are you thinking for the Preston Millwall game? Oh, that's going to be interesting because Preston, well, Millwall just got Millwall just sacked Gary Barrett. I didn't know that. When was that? Uh, this week they got rid of him. Yeah. Well, they didn't sack him, but he uh, he, le he left on terms. Okay. Uh, so he's, he's gone now. Yeah, he's gone. Okay. Cool. Cool. So. Managerless Millwall against Preston off end. Are you edging towards Preston in this one then? Yeah, but it's called 2 1 Preston. Okay. Noted. Jacob. Uh, 2 2. 2 2. Oh, you said 2 2 the other day. I've got that already. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not sure where I put them. I'm not sure if I put them in the general on Discord or. Yeah, you, 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 give, you give them to me. So. All right. All good. Got that one. Cabby. <laughs> That's just my daughter shouting hi back to you guys. Oh, thank you. She heard I'm getting mentioned on the telly. Sorry about that. That's cute. 
That's lovely. Just waving a hand at, um, at, at you lot on the screen. That's awesome. Um, I'm going nil-nil on this one. Okay. Boring game then. 2kg, fair enough. I'm going to say a 1-0 win. Very tight. Uh, Preston North End would just uh, edge it. The Blackburn Rovers Cardiff game, I've gone for a 1-1 draw. Again, tight, back and forth. I, I, I think both these teams are going to level each other out, maybe. Cabby? I'm going to go for a 1-1. Okay. That, that, hmm. you don't, you're not a massive like, draw specialist, but it, it seems to be the, the way to do it. Hmm. Fair enough. You let you let him predict what it, what you think is going to happen. It's fine. Paul. Okay. What makes you think Blackburn over Cardiff? I don't know, but uh, I just think Blackburn are going to win them. Okay, going to edge it. I think uh, Jacobs in your in your same boat, right? Uh, say three one Blackburn. Yeah, a bit more comfortable for Blackburn than uh, what mm. Paul's saying, but yeah, three one. Okay. Go. Tough place to go. He would pack. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, is Bristol City a tough place to go? Not really. Okay. No. Do you think Coventry will have a tough time at, at Bristol City? No. Two-one Coventry. There. <laughs> there you go. Nice and quick. I like it. Paul, what are you saying? Bristol City and Coventry. One-nil Coventry. Edging it towards the away side. Gabby. Think you want the Carlis? Uh, bit up and down Coventry, aren't they? But I still think. Coventry will have a bit too much for, for Bristol City. I think that's got a that little bit extra quality, so I'm going to go for... <laughs> you literally just went, I'm going to back Coventry, Coventry. Ah, Bristol will go with it. Fair enough. Um, I've backed Bristol on this one just to edge it because they are the home team, 2-1. Next up is Huddersfield Town and QPR, two of the worst teams in this league right now. Um, Huddersfield slightly better, but I think QPR need to need to start picking up points. This is the do it. So I've said a 1-0 away win. What are you seeing for that one, Gabby? Huddersfield, QPR. It's, it's pretty... I, I reckon it's got to notes each, nils each, I know it. Steel, mate. Fair enough. Um, Paul? 1-1. One, one. Too tight. Huddersf- yep. Ollie's saying Huddersfield win that one. I think, Jacob, you you uh, joining them on that one, right? Yeah, 2-0 Huddersfield. 2-0. Can't see, I can't see where Huddersfield are getting goals, to be honest. There's just... Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Enjoy your prediction. If they score two goals, I think the, the Huddersfield fans will be on board with that, mate. So, fair enough. Uh, what about Hull and Southampton? 3-1 Southampton. Okay, okay. Why? I don't know. Just because. Got a feeling. Yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. Paul? Uh, 2-1 Southampton. Okay. There's a lot of goals in this one. So, Cabby's going for a nil-nil, right? I think there'll be a goal each team will score, but I think Southampton will, will score a few more. So, I'm going full one, Southampton three. 1-3, should I say, yeah. you got a couple popping in the chat now, which is nice to see as well. Uploads are saying 2-0 for QPR, 2-2 draw from Graham, uh, from Graham Grant for the whole game, and 1-0 whole win for Ollie. And a 3-2 away win for the Saints, says Uploads. I am going to say um, the exact same scoreline, but the other way around. I think Hull City, it's going to be loads of goals because Southampton's defences are horrific, but they're, they're, they're attacking in the creative up front. So, yeah, five goals in it, 3-2 to the hosts. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Anyways, Middlesbrough and Birmingham City. 
I, I, I want to see Middlesbrough's uh, streak come to an end um, and at uh, the Riverside as well. So I've said a 1-2 weir win for the Brummies. Cabby, what do you reckon? Obviously, they've just beat us 4-0 two weeks ago. Yeah, I think they'll be on a right high. Middles- I think Middlesbrough will be on a right high, to be quite honest with you, after beating us. So I'm going to go for 2-0 Birmingham. <laughs> Doing it again. Fair enough. Uh, oh, first game on the Wayne Rooney. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. You mean Shrek? <laughs> Shrek. <laughs> I forgot Rooney's the new uh, the gaffer. He didn't have a good time at Derby, but maybe he'll fix it up there. What are you saying then? Sorry, what are you saying, Jacob? Oh, I thought you were on Paul then. Uh, no, 3 0 Borough. 3 0. Oh, no, no, it wasn't Paul. Nothing. Yeah, I've got, I've got yours as 3 0. I haven't got Paul's. I'm all over the place. Paul, what are you saying? Sorry. <laughs> Getting old, damn. You're joining Cabby with a 2 0. Yeah, I like it. Good to see. Norwich and Leeds, then. We'll uh, scatter it around. Paul, go for it. Norwich and Leeds. Carry on. Uh, Moola, man. Uh, does, does the X Man U factor play into, into account for some of these managers? I don't think it should. Well, just look at Steve Bruce, man. Crap. And the Nevilles as managers. Nah. 2 1 Norwich. Okay, I, I can get on board with that. Leeds are not like as strong and dominant as most people expected. So yeah, fair enough. Cabby, Ponte Carlis, uh, two big clubs, not massively shining this season. And I'm gonna go for two-two. <laughs> Just so you know, uh, go on then, Jacob. Uh, one-one. Um, I've gone for a nil-nil. So we've got a nil-nil draw, a one-one draw, a two-two draw. And a free free draw on this one on my uh, on my book so far. Where are Norwich in the league? Um, they're in the championship. I know that. <laughs> I, don't yeah, just, know. Uh... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have a look later. I don't know. Um, it's just I don't know. some some clubs need to book up their ideas, and luckily we're not one yeah. of them. Um, Ollie's saying two one to Leeds. Uploads is saying two one to Norwich. Mm. There's a there's a lot of people just edging it. There's no like clear winner on that one, and Graham's going two two as well. Got two 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 three one two two. Okay, got it. On oh, the seventh, apparently says Robin. Welcome along, by the way. And he's he's ba- he's back he's back my point about QPR as well. A couple of seconds ago, they have only scored eight goals so far. It's less than a goal a game. <laughs> I don't know where they're getting two goals in a game from, mate. That's my, that, that was my point. Next up is Swansea and Leicester. I'll go first on this one. I think Leicester, obviously, high-flying, quite comfortable. Uh, I can't see Swansea being the team to like upset that apple cart, so I'm just going to go a 3-0 away win. For Swansea. For Swansea. Yeah. What are you saying? 4-1 Leicester. Yeah, you've got your notes in front of you. You haven't changed your mind on any yeah. of them so far. Yeah. <laughs> Fair yeah. enough, bud. Uh, Paul? Uh, well, since we've got Leicester on Tuesday, I'm actually going to go for a Leicester win. I'm going to say 2-0 Leicester. 2-0 Leicester. Okay, okay. Oh, that's, again, a clean win for them. Cabby? Two goals in this one. I'm going to go... We're going to score two goals, Swansea. Yeah. They're going to be 2-0 up, and Leicester are going to put an amazing display second half and win 3-2 and they're going to be absolutely knackered for when we play them. I thought you were going to do the 4-2 like uh, Uploads has done. No, like, 
carbon copy of our Bur- um, Burnley game last season. Yeah, I can't, I can't, be, I can't be dealing with that, man. It's just, <laughs> it's not happening. Watford versus Sheffield Wednesday. Doing it two 0 Watford, two 0 Watford. Okay, it's Wednesday, isn't it? I've got. No, I've, it's I've... Friday. Oh, <laughs> the ba- the bad it's jokes funny, are back. Yeah. The bad jokes are back. I like it. It's fine. Uh, I'm going to back uh, the Hornets two one as well. It makes sense to me. Like it's not Wednesday tomorrow either. I'm it's Saturday. She- Sheffield Wednesday are terrible. I'm going to have to say the full name around you, aren't I? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know what it is. Cabby, what are you say, mate? Well, I think Watford, once again, the the, the power. And I think um, Sheffield Friday, I think they'll get a surprise win. And I think they'll go for a 2 0 win. Do you think they're going to break their, their winless record? They are bad. Yeah. They, they are bad. Apparently, Swansea have won four in a row, by the way. They could have, they could upset Leicester a little bit. But haven't Leicester Good team, won? Swansea, and we, win. We, we can't beat them. A bit of a banana peel for us, but. Yeah, massively. Paul, well, 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 we're not doing that here. Uh, Watford, Sheffield Friday. <laughs> Paul, uh, <laughs> Watford. <laughs> it sounds like I just woke you up from a nap. You all right there? <laughs> yeah, uh, two two nil uh, Watford. Oh, you oh my god! Uh, apparently, Sheffield Wednesday. Thank you for this stat, by the way. Five goals. Sheffield Wednesday have scored five goals. Yay! That is that is so bad at game game eleven, man. That's terrible. It's middle of October. That's not good. <laughs> They're going down. The final game I've gone for West Brom to Plymouth one. I, I, it's the baggies at the uh, the Hawthorns. Plymouth are travelling all right, but I don't know. It's something long about journey. Every game's long for Plymouth. Something about them having That's... to travel up the M6 on a. On today, it was like that. That was just horrible. It's not going to be a good, good journey for the Plymouth players. So yeah, two one. Cabby, yeah, comfortable for the um for the baggies. I think at home they've got it's going to have a bit too much for them. Three 0 to the Brummies. To West. Brummies. Um, are you going to change your mind, Jacob? Uh, I'm saying same as Cabby. Three 0 West Brom. Yeah, he no. <laughs> How dare you copy? Bear in mind, uh, Jacob said this. Actually, yesterday. I said it first. When you I said it yesterday. Yeah, yeah, so. Gabby's copying. Uh, Paul, what are you saying, mate? 2-1 Plymouth. 2-1 Plymouth. Away from home win, really? You never know. Fair enough, yeah. If you are guaranteed to win at home every single time, we'd much have a much happier time of it, wouldn't we? Ollie's gone for a 4-2. Grim's gone for a 3-1. And Uploads has gone for a 2-1. So a lot of goals in that one by everybody's standards. I don't know. I think they've both got creative, fo- creative football with def- weak defences, right? So, yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe maybe not. That's the prediction portion done. I don't think I'm going to be doing the midweek ones because that's that's just too, that's just too much, right? <laughs> we don't know what's going to happen in these games. We don't know who's going to get sent off. We don't know what injuries are going to happen. So we'll see how these games pan out and then we'll do some more predictions going from there. We're coming up to the hour, boys. It's, the time's flown so far. Lewis, welcome back, buddy. We have a couple of things happening. Obviously, we're doing the watch along tomorrow. The game's kicking off at three o'clock. So I'm doing yeah. one on my channel. Are you doing one on yours, Cabby? Yeah, I'll be doing a, a live stream watch along, yep. Cool. Awesome. Um if you're watching this, I'll link it after the after the video's the, this live stream's finished. Paul, what's are you are you two joining me, Paul? 
Jacob, are you joining me tomorrow yeah. for that watch along as well? Yeah. Uh, I'm going out to watch a game with Bowers, actually. Oh, yeah. So it's at the stadium. No, it's not at the stadium. Right? No, it's, at, it's not at the stadium of lights. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you only ever go to the home game. Are well, you man down now? I've been going out to watch the game. Are you going in Sunderland in town to watch the game? Are you actually going to bet three six five? I want to know. I want to know. Can I see? Can I expect to see like you cheering in the crowd or not? I've been going into Sunderland to watch a game. Fair enough. Fair enough. Is that, that, is that... on your stream to watch it as well, Anton? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's going in, to... in, in sync. Yeah, he's... <laughs> yeah, that's going to happen. Um, go. Appreciate I'll, I'll it. I'll post up in the comments though. <laughs> uh, uploads has asked can we predict the premier league i mean i've never really looked at the premier league all that depth so if you want i can do a quick fire one if that's helpful but i've never i've never done a premier league predictions just because i don't like we're not in it i, I, I rarely pay attention to the premier league but uh liverpool everton liverpool are better so three one Bournemouth Wolverhampton Wanderers, 2-0 to Wolves. Brentford Burnley, nobody cares, 1-1. One, one. Man City... 3-0 Brentford. Really? What makes you say that? Yeah, Brentford. I don't know. Burnley aren't in good form, are they? Brentford are not... Brentford are not, not far... Brentford, not... Brentford are on seven points, mate. They're, they're, they're not, like, miles above. I mean, they're not... No, but... I don't know. I think that might kick... Maybe kicks at them. Yeah, okay. Man City, Brighton... Man City are winning most of that, most of that all the time. Probably is a three 0 comfortable win. Newcastle, Crystal Palace, probably is Newcastle two 0 win. Nottingham Forest, Luton Town. I think Luton Town might snatch this one nil. Chelsea, Arsenal. Arsenal are going to beat them like five nil. Chelsea are trash at the minute. Uh, Sheffield United and Manchester United two one away win. Villa, West Ham. That's going to be like a four one home win. And Spurs, Fulham. Game nobody really cares about it unless you're out, unless you're in London two nil. <laughs> I, I'd like to I'd like to do a little bit more research when Sunderland are in the Premier League and do do what we do with the Championship on this one. But can we do a um, can we do quick predictions as well for League One, please? <laughs> <laughs> How about the Ukrainian National League as well? Yeah, yeah, the the, the Baghdad League. <laughs> well, the, you've got the Turkish the, Super League that comes the, up. Oh, I'm, I've got one, the Kazakhstan Premier League. Kazakhstan. <laughs> can you name me one team from there without googling it? Astana, Astana FC. Oh, you had that on fire! You had that on on on. Very nice. Yes, La Liga as well says Jim. No, we'll 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 cut it. We'll cut our ties there. We'll cut our losses, shall we? Uh, Two in the morning. We're still going through the leagues. (laughs) The Lithuanian Premier League. Amazon thing needs to shut up. Bit later. There you go. Leave me alone. There we go. Right, we're going to do the watch along tomorrow. I think we're at the hour mark, so we'll end the stream there. Thank you very much, everybody who's popped in. Ollie Lewis. Uh, uploads Robin Hood, Jim, uh, Messiah. Did you drop pop in earlier on? I believe he did. Mula, Mula did. Jordy saying, Oh, we're the lads, mate. Like, get that phlegm out of your neck. Um, Mike, obviously, from yeah. all the way from there, aka Warrior, 6 0, aka Ted, and Scarlet. There's been, oh, apparently, somebody called Cabby chatted in there, in there earlier as well. <laughs> Anyways, thank you very much, boys. I'll catch you on the next one. Before you go, can you all three of you um, say Toronto Summer because she's been watching right the way through? Oh, thank you, Summer. Bye, Summer. Goodbye. Nice. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs>